Welcome to Crashing Game Night. My name is Matt Diorio. On tonight's episode, friend of the show, Jay Tite, is Crashing Game Night with us tonight. I welcome in my co-host, as always, Gerard Burr, as well as our version of Hawkeye, Theo Walski. How's everyone doing tonight? Hello, my fellow gamers, comic book readers, and nerds. Thank you guys for uh, uh, joining us. Uh, Theo, uh, a.k.a. Hawkeye. How are you, bro? Doing great. Getting ready to leave for a tournament in Arizona. It'll be nice for some warm weather since I haven't been able to shoot. But I'm Hawkeye, so I don't need to practice. (laughs) (laughs) How you doing, J-Tay? Very cool, man. But uh, I'm getting, I'm just missing WonderCon because it, it came and it's gone and it was fun. Um, getting ready for the Geek Meet that's on a seven, giving away some Marvel gears and goods. So if you guys are in California and Fullerton at that, come through the slide bar and come uh, check me out. I have to, well, I have to eventually get out there, man. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to get there. <laughs> I was going to say, is no, that... Is that Jerry's official invite since you guys did leave him out of the Days Gone thing <laughs> oh. <over> in Long Beach? <laughs> I mean, all he had the to do was knock on his door. Was, uh, he yeah. was like, not even. No Let me apologize. Okay. <laughs> Let me apologize for the bottom of my heart. That was, it was, that a, was a perfect event. time for me to show you Long Beach, baby. Take you out. It was, really, it was really amazing. Just like all the developers and stuff that was there. Talking about the game, I already got my pre-order. I got the collector's edition because I want the, the statue and everything like that. You guys know I like I love statues. But of course, um, I, I did too, man. Mine's already paid off. Yes, and then I, I like it too because I, I use the Best Buy. I use the Best Buy little um, gamers a lot. I actually still have it. I think it ends in November this year, so I was actually able to save a little coins. Oh, sweet. Oh, nice. Well, nice. I know I know. my wallet screamed just a little bit today when it saw the amount of pre-orders I did. Jesus. So uh, Whose fault ooh, is that, ooh. though? Well, you know, we got to have two <laughs> copies. we got to have two copies of Animal Crossing. That's just a given. Right. You know? um, Link's Awakening. Of course, I'm getting that. Uh, you know, Fire Emblem. Luigi's Mansion, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Oh, know. wow. Yeah, you put them down. Yeah, those aren't coming out for, like, quite a while, though. Well, uh, Fire Emblem's in July. Um, and, unfortunately, missed out on doing the collector's edition. They're already sold out right now. Link's Awakening, we know, is later this year. Um, Animal Crossing is going to be later this year. So I figured I'd go and get them done now, because um, then I can start just paying them off, you know, over the next couple of months. Um, just drop it yeah. off. Uh, still, I'm still on the fence about Days Gone, though. I mean, I know, you know, we'll get to talking about it here a little bit later. Um, but, you know, we'll see. Um, but let's go ahead and kick off the news. Um, the Joker trailer dropped today. Yes. Oh, you know what? God. I really feel like that was DC's uh, slapback at Avengers Endgame. It really wasn't that good to me. No Joker would be better than Keith Ledger. Rest in peace. Um, that's just my personal opinion on that. It does. Am I going to go? I'm going to just be honest. I'm not going to go pay to see that movie. It, the trailer didn't attract me like how yeah. Joker was in Suicide Squad. I, you know, everybody, you know, that's on the podcast pretty much knows, you know, I'm a Batman fan. I love Batman. Um, 
to me, I, I get the path they're going with the Joker and they're showing one of the other timeline Jokers where he goes crazy just because um, and he doesn't get dropped in the vat of acid. Um, but it doesn't intrigue me because, you know, what is the Joker without the Batman? Right. You know? And, you know, the fact that it's a standalone, it's not going to have anything to do with any of the universes. You know, I'm like, did we really need a backstory for Joker? But I mean, like, they just paint him uh, to be such a loser. Well, like, but that is, but the timeline they're using, that's actually in the comics. He's not Jack Napier. Up. He's, no. uh, yeah. Yeah, I understand and, that, but uh, I mean, to, but that's what made of, Joker a good one. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, like, just to make him just purely crazy is one yeah. thing but you gotta have that like at least that nerve behind in order to yep. do some crazy joker stuff yeah and I, well i guess the nerve uh, behind this one would be he was being bullied he was being picked on and a lot of stuff like if you think about that in today's society you know we was talking about that a couple of episodes back about how you know shootings at schools and stuff like that mm-hmm. i can see somebody going crazy by being bullied their whole life and picked on and even as an adult still being bullied and picked on and stuff like that it kind of might make you want to be a little crazy well, yeah, sure. I can I can see that. Um, but I, I I'm I, I'm pretty sure that I'm the only one that uh, disagrees with everyone. I think this is going to be a sleeper and a great movie that DC is finally going to have, um, purely because, um, as I said this before, the director and Joaquin Phoenix said that this is a standalone Joker movie, but it's. It's not really associated with the DC character. It's based off Joker, mm-hmm. the timeline right. when he's trying to be a stand-up comedian. And the the biggest thing that sold me was that he, uh, they said that the movie's supposed to be a cross between Cape Fear and Taxi Driver. You're supposed you're supposed to start off with this normal character that just gets degraded, bullied, and just you see. His his psyche just completely downgrade to a baser, like more mm-hmm. psychotic psychotic uh, 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 attitude, to where you see him form this character. So I mean, yeah, it's it's more, it's it's not going to be a the Joker that we're used to, but it's going to be to me an all around just good movie. Like, yeah, it, but I mean, I think it would be to, to, to your point, like, also not a I mean, to your point, like, yeah, Joaquin Phoenix, I think, is going to be amazing for this. He looks like he definitely took uh, getting ready for this role to a whole new level, especially, like, seeing how much muscle mass he lost, how much weight he lost, and everything. Like, he's hands down a great actor. But I think the only problem that I have with this trailer is that it – doesn't really give me like like I agree with you that it has that taxi driver esque kind of feel, but I kind of doubt that it's really gonna have that where you see that snap in him and something go down. It just really looks like it's just gonna end almost like from that elevator scene, just him in his makeup and he has that smile and he's like cracked and you know something's gonna happen, but you're gonna be left with a cliffhanger. And I I I, yeah. I open to seeing more trailers to see some mm-hmm. more, but I think there needs to be some more content because that was yeah. a really long teaser trailer, but it's not a full fledged trailer. And I think I'm going to agree yeah. with Jay Tite is I, as of after the first trailer, I'm, I don't plan to go see it. 
Um, but you know, we could get more trailers, and that could change my mind. You know. Yeah. Um, so we'll move from one classic set of movies to another. And um, news this week dropped that uh, Akira, the uh, famed uh, anime is going to be getting a live action version that is going to start shooting in California produced by Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh-oh. What Leonardo DiCaprio is going to do a movie. Okay. He's produ- yeah, he's producing, producing. Akira. So, uh, I'm going to interest you, you know, see- you know, he's been trying to do this for like 10 years, right? Well, it's happening now. So, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's about time. Happening. I know he's, I know he's happy. Yeah. He, he actually spoke about it in an interview like 10, 12 years ago that he's been wanting to do that anime along with uh, around the news when Cowboy Bebop was going to be made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, w- I wonder if Ready Player One had any like jump start. I was actually going to say something like, you know, I think like maybe Ready Player One like opened the doors for a lot of that stuff. Right. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see that as a live action movie because that movie is revered by fans. It's one of the movies that helped jumpstart the Japanese you know, animation you know craze movie here in the that States. I think helped it out too was Alita. I think Alita opened a lot of people's eyes on like anime and and and, uh, and yeah. more 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 outside of the box like comic book stuff. And right. uh, I think studios are fi- starting to finally notice like. Maybe we can maybe we can look at like these animes and yeah, do something with it because mm-hmm. uh, as much as I loved Ghost in the Shell, they did kind of whitewash it a little bit, but it was still oh. a good movie to me. But yeah, it, it was, was better decent. than Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, <laughs> I, I don't think we I don't think we talked can, about that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that can't even be called a movie. That is just disgusting. Uh, I mean, <laughs> do you really want to go there? Because nah, yeah. that movie is so trash. Let me tell you, I seen the movie Bootleg. I'm sorry, I'm gonna just put it out there. And then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go see it in a the movie. There's just gonna be better. Nope. <laughs> I mean, wait, wait, so you bootlegged it and then you thought the theater was going to make it better? I don't know how. You know, when you were a kid, and I, was like, I was a kid when wait. that movie came out. I wasn't really grown. I think I was still in high school, I think. And it was just like, oh, yeah, you can watch it on this link. So I watched it and I was like, this movie sucks. And then I was like, I begged my mom to let me go to the movies. And I went to the movies and I seen it. And it, and it sucked. Like, the only thing that was good about the movie was, was Piccolo. Peachy. Chi-Chi, Chi-Chi too. Chi-Chi. She was hot. I like that. But Chi-Chi was hot. Chi-Chi so was hot. What, did you think the lack of subtitles was going to make it better? I don't I don't even know. I guess seeing on a big screen, having a popcorn and a movie experience, that movie sucked. I didn't even know what Command Man was. It was just wind. <laughs> I mean... I mean, you could almost debate on which was better, that one or Mortal Kombat Annihilation. <laughs> Mortal Kombat, Kombat Annihilation definitely, hands down, was way better than Dragon Ball. <laughs> that movie was... The movie was trash. Annihilation was trash, but there's nothing worse than Dragon Ball Evolution. I don't think yeah, there's a movie yeah. that can't work. Yeah. So, <laughs> but what I will say is though is that like it's crazy how like Piccolo then he did look like the soup the scroll and uh Captain yeah. Marvel. Like it's crazy. I was yeah, like, oh, it's crazy. I've seen this before. 
yeah. So, but yeah, I'm pretty excited for Akira to to make an, a re- revitalization to a newer generation. I mean, granted, it, I think it would be better for the generation to see the original first, for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I especially with how method leo is as an actor and he's producing this i could really see him putting his two cents in and really making it a good movie because he knows what he's doing yeah i think they need to at first and foremost they're going to need to nail the bike they are going to have to get that dead on and if they don't then that's going to be strike one and there's going to be a lot of people that are upset that canada's bike is is trash i mean ready player one nailed it and that was awesome to see on the big screen I, mean, I, could, I could see it end up being probably a CGI bike because I mean, like you see, like I'm sure you guys have seen those videos of the uh, movie maker cars now that like yeah. it, it's like a bare yeah. car with just a motor vehicle. It has no body on it, but it's yeah. purely CGI generated and everything. Mm-hmm. I could easily see them doing that with a bike. So let's move from um, J tights, you know, disappointment from Dragon Ball, the movie, over to <laughs> a game that has been disappointing fans over the last several years, um, you know, not including Kingdom Hearts 3, which took forever. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake is getting another director added onto the project. Um, Naoki uh, Hamaguchi, who is did 12, 14 online, and Brave Exvius, is going to be sharing current you know duties with the current director at Tetsuya Nomura so they're they're hoping that this will at least come out by their very uh long-term goal of 2022 now um I hope what? having it 2022 now? now is when they're saying this potentially could come out now so we're basically saying that we saw a PS5 game <laughs> Jesus because wasn't it like yeah. back in 2017 they said we were going to hit 2020 uh, for the 16 or I want to say it was 16, 15 or 16 is when they got they something got like the, that. Yeah, yeah they, I, cause I remember seeing it. At, uh, I think it was either PlayStation experience or something like that. I know, I know me and Diddy was sitting there and the crowd was going crazy about this game. It was a final fantasy game. And Diddy was like, how are you not hype? And I told him because I've never played a final fantasy game. <laughs> so I was just like, so I think it was that because it was like remastered. It's so like cloud walking down like an alley or yeah. something like that. It was all like eight bit, and then like it just like did a dramatic change. It was like, oh snap! Yeah. So I, if, if that's that what we was, That was the second, that was second trailer. The first trailer was in like, I think 2013. They first announced it. Like oh, they the did the tech. They did the tech demo for it. And the tech demo was the, was yeah 2013, 2012 maybe. Yeah. So, yeah, it was the, one, the first time they showed it, and then then finally, like two years ago. So let so let's move on to some better news. Then you know, as you know, honestly, I I don't we're not going to see FF seven for the PS four or the Xbox one for that. No. Very long time. Um, I think it's coming next gen. But uh, so Nintendo uh, already announced the new games for their Nintendo online titles. Uh, you're getting Punch Out. Star Soldier and Super Mario Brothers Lost Levels. Um, I'm excited for Punch Out because <clears throat> I I played the ever living heck out of that game back when it was Mike Tyson's Punch Out, and he was waiting for you at the end to just kick your ass. Um, 
You know, that was mm-hmm. back before we all knew that, you know, the little guy sitting in the stands that looks like Mario was sitting there tipping you off on when to hit him. Um, yeah. <laughs> Way to and, spoil it for the kids. Jesus. <laughs> oh, please. That is like, it's out there. I mean, you, you can I mean, if, yeah. it, if it wasn't going to be you spoiling, it was going to be somebody on YouTube. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm looking forward to that. Um you know, Nintendo's Nintendo's been busy as of late. You know, the Nintendo Direct last week, um, week and a half ago actually was great. There's a lot of indie titles and, that they're bringing to the Switch. The biggest one though, out of all of them, is Cuphead. Which that's was, actually going to be nice. It's really going to oh, yeah. be good. I like Cuphead. I think I've seen it at, on Xbox or anything mm-hmm. like that. I don't really touch Xbox like that, but. To actually see it being imported over to Nintendo Switch, and well, it's going. And it, they even announced it. They said it's a partnership with Microsoft, and it's coming with Xbox Live achievements. Yes, which is crazy. So Sony better get on the gravy train. So wait, but <laughs> yeah. do but does anybody have <laughs> Xbox or Cuphead on Xbox? If they already achieved stuff, does that carry over? Um, I don't know. It may be one of those like Arkham Asylum versus Garth uh, Arkham Asylum Game of the Year edition where there was two sets of trophies. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. But we'll see. I mean, um, we don't know a lot of the details on the trophies yet, but the fact is that it's coming with Xbox Live achievements, which that tells you Microsoft is ready to pull the trigger to bring Xbox Live to the Switch. Right. Which that may be Nintendo's in for no. online. I hope they don't because Xbox Live is sixty dollars and Nintendo's is twenty bucks. I can afford twenty. I will never play it online ever again. I don't know. We pay forty <laughs> for like the eight of us. <laughs> so yeah, do the family rate. <laughs> we did a family plan between all of us. Yeah, so, um, oh, that's smart. <laughs> but we know that there's there's a rumor of Game Pass coming to the Switch as well. So I think this kind of maybe signaling what. Microsoft's future intentions are in that, yes, they're bringing out two new consoles. We're going to see them at E3. Um, but Phil Spencer and them are really driving that whole Project X Cloud. And I think with Stadia, I think that may force Microsoft to really accelerate their plans a little bit more. But I mean, and it's to be honest, too. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was just kind of curious whether or not anybody thinks that, like, maybe Microsoft is starting to lose some confidence in them being a big head in the video game world, where they're like needing to team up with the the guy that's crushing it right now, being Nintendo. I don't, okay, like when you when you say crushing it, I don't really, and this is, and I'm not being biased. I don't believe the for me personally. I don't believe Nintendo is actually crushing it like that. Okay. I feel I still feel Sony is still in the lead by a long shot. What it's going to be trouble is when Microsoft Agreed. and Nintendo team up and they make their next console together. That is going to kill Sony because now you have the Switch is doing it does what the Vita could do, but made it better. It right. did what every, and I don't know yeah. if you guys noticed about a lot of consoles and stuff like that. It's always like a lot of copycat stuff going on. Like before the the Connect and lot of stuff like that on the PS2, they had the iToy. And and, 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 mm-hmm. and then right. Microsoft took that, and then the Wii, Sony took that. So it's just like it's like it's a lot of copycat stuff going on, and but it's just like yeah, we copied it, but we're making it better now. When these two companies team up and to become one, oh my God, it's going to be nasty because now, let's say if you don't like Xbox or anything like that, or let's say you just never had an Xbox, but you can play the Xbox titles 
on your Switch. The sales are going to be crazy. The crossplay is like mm-hmm. Sony's been a butthole. Mm-hmm. And Microsoft and Nintendo's like, yeah, let's do it. Why not? You know, like, yeah, we're going to be best buds. Okay. And you know what? not going to lie, I if it does come to fruition and Game Pass comes to the Switch, I will probably get it just so I can play Halo. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, Halo on the Switch? That, do you know how the graphics are good on the Switch? I don't think the graphics are, like, that good compared to the Vita because the Vita's older. But it, the only reason why the Vita graphics look that good is because of the OLED screen that's actually yep. in that system. Right. And that's if you have the original. No. Okay. Um, but the graphics on I, there is going to be fast. I wholeheartedly like, don't agree. What? Okay. <laughs> well, and then, like, well like why, why do you okay, disagree? This is, you can't well, just say you disagree. This is the only I thing I disagree I, I understand. This is the only thing why I don't see that working. Now, is it a good idea? Yes. But in my, in Microsoft's side, they're not going to get rid of the Xbox. And for the most part, they're not going to join forces in a way where it's going to eliminate something that continues getting revenue for themselves. Now, I see them doing a Sony-Marvel kind of uh, collaboration or coming to an understanding. Well, they will, they will come to an agreement for them letting Nintendo use their uh, library and vice versa under under contract. Pokemon on the no Xbox would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know, I, I'm kind yeah. of on the same page yeah, with JTite. With JTAG, because like, like I agree that it's not going to be something that's going to be replaced for Xbox, but I mean, I think that they're going to share some knowledge and maybe Xbox will get like their first mobile type of device, like a handheld device for Xbox. That'd be pretty killer. That'd be dope. And if you, I don't know if you guys know or not, but Nintendo just announced that they're making two new versions that's, of the Switch. That's been, yeah, the heavy, the rumors have been hot and the heavy Switch on that XL. all week, actually. Um, yeah. They're actually looking at two versions. They're going to look at the, the beefed up version, and then they're also rumored to be doing XL. a smaller version where the Joy-Cons are permanently attached, just all built into a unibody. Um, now, if that is coming to tr- uh, fruition, <clears throat> then... I think the fixed-bodied switch spells the death for the 3DS. Yeah, yeah. And well, and yeah, the 3DS, the the sales have been dropping ever since the switch came out. We know that Um, there isn't as many games coming out for it as it used to be. Um, So I, I think it is time that I think Nintendo needs to just move to the switch, focus on the switch, look at their partnership that they're starting with Microsoft. Um, You know, and right now, I mean, right now, though, I mean, this year and even the last half of last year, yeah, Nintendo is crushing it in sales. I mean, it is destroying everything around it. But I think that's because it's finally gotten games and people are finally buying the system. Well, it's because they're they're like overproducing right now compared to everybody else, too. Like they're re-releasing. And and both consoles have been out for almost 10 years. Uh, 2014 is when the PS4 and Xbox One dropped. So we got six years on yeah. those. So it's been it's been a while. So um, I mean, you look at the slate of games that Nintendo's got coming out this year too, and it you can't argue with the fact is Nintendo's playing it right. But a lot of their games that are coming out this year that are the big hyped ones are in house games. Link's Awakening, Luigi's Mansion, Animal Crossing, 
Fire Emblem. Um, and that's like mainly Nintendo loyalty. Well, but you look yep. at Nintendo software sells their consoles. We know that. I mean, look at how many consoles sold, you know. Just for uh, Pokemon. I bought the for, system just for Smash Brothers and Pokemon. I mean, Smash <laughs> Brothers. I mean, look at the attachment. I mean, heck, there was more attachment rate for, I mean, Breath of the Wild was like something like 1.3 copies of a game per Switch. It was insane. Mm-hmm. So we yeah. know their we know their their stuff sells their consoles. Um, it's just nice seeing that you've got third part you got third party support and you got Microsoft support. So I my hope is with the partnership for Xbox is that one you know Game Pass would be nice, but I think that Nintendo could learn from Microsoft for their online program because frankly, using Fair. a cell phone to do voice chat to play Mario Kart or Mario Party or that sucks. It does. Oh my god! That's yeah. I mean, but at the same time, isn't it a little bit smart to not have the voice chat take up anything away from the console, though? I mean, I don't think it's just. Think about it like playing, the, the Vita just had like a little with, software with a app, yeah. And you would agree with your friends and everything like that. They could, they could, they could have incorporated that into their like. It'd be, it sucks. I play the game with Diddy. You know, we play Smash Bros. We play Mario Kart, and, and a bunch of my friends like that. We play Smash Brothers. We play Mario Kart. We play Pokemon Tournament. We, you know, uh, we battle each other on uh, Pokemon. I got Eevee. They got like Pikachu and stuff like that. And it's just like I gotta call him to talk to him over the phone because like I don't know how to do it. So it's like if it was an app like how the Vita was set up. Well, here mm-hmm. it is an app. And then guess what? You can still be in the party chat right here, and you can connect your friends with PlayStation Four and everything well, like that, and, and keep it pushing. And I think what with the chat app, I think where its downfall is, fine. You want to set it up to do voice chat, and that's fine. But they've limited it to only certain games. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's well, for fair. support. So but I mean, but, but to my point is, is like I I like the fact that they're not trying to take away from the power of the console to take it away from the game to support voice chat. I you know I mean you got you got to admit especially when like the f- when the Xbox like first came out and it had the voice chat and everything like it was really spotty like it definitely destroyed oh. gameplay and especially since you had to hook up to your freaking controller and be wired to your controller it was different I kind of like the fact that you're having a separate thing using its power and not taking away from your game so I mean you get you kind of get the same thing with some PC players that you're doing people on discord or you're doing people yeah. on Skype while you're playing the game I mean it, it just doesn't take yeah, over the game and that's the big mm-hmm. thing for me. I can understand that as well with that, um, Gearbox dropped their bomb today. Um, that Borderlands Three is actually coming September thirteenth. Wow! No, but then that was like that was a surprise because it was really under wraps. Like I didn't think they were oh, making another Borderlands. It's yeah. been it's been rumored. I mean, it's been like it's been you know the far like reaches of the corners. Years. You know, it's been rumored. They haven't said anything. But then last week at PAX East, they're like, "Hey, by the way, here's a teaser trailer." It's coming next week. We're going to give you more information. So today, um, not only did they drop Borderlands, the enhanced, uh, the game of the year enhanced edition. So it kind of whets everybody's appetite for a little while. Um, they gave a huge breakdown on Borderlands. Um, you know, nine 13, it's going to have, um, several different versions, which I just got the, uh, article published to crashinggamenight.com and to our Apple news channel. But, you're going to have four different versions. You're going to have the standard edition, 
Um, you're gonna have a deluxe edition for 80 bucks, which is gonna get some cosmetic packs and and whatnot. You're gonna have the super deluxe edition for 100, which will have the season pass. Um, and then they're doing a $250 diamond loot oh, chest collector's Jesus. edition. It but, is going I mean, to people, <laughs> listen to this. People stuff. love those loot boxes. Oh, bro. Hold on, listen to this, Theo. I mean, because this is right up your alley for impulse buying. Um, how do you get? How how do you get that though? <laughs> GameStop, <laughs> of course. Um, it's going to be the diamond. The, it deal? is yeah. So for two fifty, you're going to get the diamond loot chest replica with a retractable lid. You're going to get ten character figurines, which is four new hunters or the four new hunters, the Calypso twins, which are the new villains. Um, and then they said favorites from the Borderlands universe. So they haven't said what the other four figures are going to be. You're going to well, get better a, put Mordecai in that. They better put Mordecai. Well, Mordecai is back in three. I know. Um, That's now insane. he's not a playable character that we know of, but it's he's there. So is Lilith, Maya, um, all of them are back. So um, you're going to get a Sanctuary three snap model of the sh- uh, the Sanctuary three ship. You're going to get fault, uh, four vault keychains. A vault key or a vault key keychains, cloth galaxy map, five lithographs, and then a steel book for the two fish. Um, and to further keep this battle going between the Epic Game Store and uh, Steam and all that, the game is going to be exclusive to the Epic Game Store for the for the first six months. Really? Yeah. Wow. So Epic's making some deals. You know, get games to go exclusively to them. So, um, I am, I you know, I'll I'll be pre-ordering it. Um, I'm gonna wait a little while just because I'll get it through the PlayStation Store because we'll get two copies that way instead of physical. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. Borderlands is a lot of fun, and we'll see what Claptrap's like. I I definitely want Borderlands Three. I don't think I can push myself to fork over two hundred and fifty dollars. For all that, but isn't no, that uh, no, isn't no, that no. pretty much the cost of your arrows? <laughs> yes, Good absolutely. Lord. Like maybe like half my arrows. Mm-hmm. Oh my so, god! Yep. Now, uh, other news this week. Um, I'm, I which, might go deluxe. I don't know, dude. <laughs> okay, that doesn't surprise me with you, Jerry. Honestly. <laughs> I mean, you you like your statues and figurines. Like, why don't you go ahead and go for the full 250? <laughs> okay, I gotta ask this question: Where are you gonna put it? Well, well, first, first of all, first of all, I I I'm not that legit huge of a Borderlands fan. So, like, I am gonna get the first game and play it. I played the second, you know. So I like when I heard this, Wait, I was like, okay, like you played you know, the probably. second first. I hate you right now. I did. I played the second first. You disgrace me, sir. You disgrace me. I did say this before. I I mean, I wasn't that big of a fan, so I was like, "Eh, I'll just start with two. Like, I I know that was a a new move. Well, hold on. If you play and if you don't like Mordecai, we're done. We're done. If you don't like Mordecai, (laughs) we're done. (laughs) So, Theo, you got to think, though. Eva's first foray into Borderlands was Borderlands Two, though. Yes, but yeah, she fight, yeah, but she bro. fights that she's not a nerd. Jerry, like, embraces that he's a nerd. So okay. there's different levels here. 
That's why he disgraced me. Eva's okay. Eva, what Borderlands 2 was her gateway into nerddom. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that technically was her very first game. That was their yeah. gateway drug. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, all right, two shit, you got me there. Jay you gonna do Borderlands three? Uh, I'm gonna just be honest. No. Oh. <laughs> Why? I, I, I played. I'll be honest Straight with you. Up. I played the first one. It was fun. I didn't beat it, but I got to play it. I played with my friends. They had like all the power ups and everything. That said, it was giving me guns. I was just like one shot in them. I was like, oh wow, this is crazy. Um, Borderlands yeah. Two. I liked it. It was cool for what it was, but I don't think I'm gonna buy Borderlands Three. Just like. I'm not attracted to games like that anymore for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> you don't like the loot shooters anymore? No, I mean I I do, and I do when I don't. You're not just, playing Division I, right now? Nope, not even playing Division right now. Like people hey, tell me, like hey, Jay, what are you playing? Hey, it's really little- hard. Like I'm only I got to the where I used to be when I was a kid, and I only buy games that I really like or something that interests me. Like a lot of people is sleeping on Super Dragon Ball Hero for the Nintendo Switch. And it's a game that's super popular in Japan that I'm going to pick up. <laughs> and I think, you know, what that's funny is, you know, J-Type mentions that, but, you know, I'm kind of to that point, too, which is why I'm kind of on the fence with Days Gone. I know you get, you know, J-Type and, and Jerry, you guys are super Yeah, you just said that you it. pre-ordered six games. <laughs> but hold on, though. To, to, to J-Type's point, though, is that I'm buying the games that I've grown up with. I mean, I've been playing Fire Emblem since the first game. You know, I've been playing Zelda since going all the way back to Nintendo and Super Nintendo. Animal Crossing, we talked mm-hmm. about this, Theo. I've been playing it since the original Animal Crack on the GameCube. Oh uh, my god. <laughs> you and your Animal Crossing. Dude, you know See, you're like, gonna do it. You know you're no, gonna not, do it, Theo. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm gonna hold out. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I, I'm taking the lead, baby. I, I'm pre-ordering it. It's gonna be my first game. The one that comes out for the Switch is gonna be my first Animal Crossing. <laughs> See, and for me, that's the crazy part because, like, a lot of those games, people say, like, dang, Jay, you got the Switch. You're not playing none of the Mario titles. I only play the titles that I know that I played when I was a kid, like Smash Brothers. I played, um, what else? Pokemon. The only reason I got Pokemon Tournament is because it reminded me of Pokemon Stadium. So it's like, oh, mm-hmm. Smash is just yeah. tight. Uh, so I only buy games, like, for my Switch, my library is going to be really small because I refuse to buy a game on the Switch that I can buy the same game on my PlayStation 4 when I know my PlayStation 4 will have better graphics. Well, that's, like, for so, uh, to point with that is, like, I still am keeping my Vita. You know, Final Fantasy X comes out here in a couple mm-hmm. weeks for the Switch. You know what? I have it on the PS4, and I have it on my Vita I mean, I can do cross-save, so I can upload the file into the cloud. I can pull it down onto the PS4, and I can play it there if I want to. And honestly, it I think it's going to handle better um, than on the on the Switch. Um, just and it's going to look. I think it's going to look prettier on the on the Vita than it does the Switch. Oh but, yeah, here's, a, here's a prime example of that. It's like, and I didn't mean to cut anybody off, but I bought Diablo on my PlayStation 4. I still play today, and the graphics look amazing. I also bought Diablo on my Switch. Yeah, the graphics look good, but it's just it's not comparing to my 4K TV, my my PlayStation 4 Pro. It's not it's not comparing to all that stuff like that. So okay. it's yeah. really, it's and really hard to compare it a hand because even though it's a home console, at the end of the day, it's, it's a handheld. still handheld. 
Yeah. And, and it's just, but you like the fact that you can you can at least take Diablo around with you for handheld. Is that why you bought that's, it? That's why I bought Diablo because I can take it on right. handheld. Even I gotta start over and stuff like that. It's cool because a lot of my friends that's that I, that's on the Switch, they have Diablo, so we just play it like that, and it's pretty cool. And then I like it too because it's easier for my kids to like, oh dad, let's play. What are we playing? Are we playing Diablo on the Switch today? Or are we playing on the PlayStation 4? You know, so it just depends. Like if I'm in my room and I'm chilling. Yeah, then we're playing yeah. on the we're playing on the switch. My switch is in my room, connected right by the bed. Boop. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I think that's way, if, if, if I have the option to buy something on PS4 or the switch, uh, depending on the game, I go PS4 graphically wise. But yeah. um, I was going to ask you, do you uh, so do you try do you at least try some of the new games for the switch? Like, I was going to ask if you played Odyssey because that was a great game. Mario Odyssey was amazing. I love Mario. Oh, okay. Did I okay. buy it? No, but I played it at Diddy House. Diddy, Diddy, Diddy bought all those games oh, okay. like that. So it's kind of cool because I can just borrow from Diddy and everything like that. So okay. did I personally buy it? No, but did I play it? Yes. So what J Tight is telling you is okay. he's living vicariously through Diddy with some of these games. <laughs> much. And that's okay. He buys that's okay, man. Like I, I can respect you. Hey, if it saves him like, money, that's the, the way to go. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, yeah, and me, like for me is Matt, Theo, yeah. we we I mean, buy them, we buy them all. <laughs> well, no, because I'm gonna if I'm gonna like for me is like Final Fantasy X. Could I get it on the Switch? Yeah, but then what's the point? Because I already have save files going on my Vita. And as we mm. talked about with like when we were talking with Paul Roshinsky, is that the Vita for me fits better in my hands. Like I'm to the point where I I love playing my. My switch in handheld mode, especially lately, I've been playing Undertale. Um, I snagged Into the Breach, which is a fantastic little indie tactical RPG game. Um, and then Tetris 99, which is crap. Awesome! It oh is. Oh, my God. <laughs> I be getting my butt kicked all I'm the time. Like, so happy I haven't gotten into that. Okay. Yet. So, JT, I, since I you've actually played it, because these other two guys just won't do it. They they I mean, can't handle download it. <laughs> they it can't handle all. the pressure. That's what it is. But what irks me is I finally got a oh, okay. I finally got a win on it, but it was on my wife's profile on her switch. <laughs> so it doesn't show up on mine. I like how he's uh, trying to throw down on me and Jerry when he did say a win. One win. That's dude, all that he's got is, so far. <laughs> JK hey, can back hey, me up. That game is I haven't brutal. got no wins yet, bro. And it's just like it'd be moving like first it started off slow and then I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm I'm lining stuff up. And then it felt like 40 people just hit me with something. It's brrr, like, oh my god. Well, are you making oh, sure wow. J Tate to hit the right stick and do and switch it to attackers? Oh, see, I didn't know that. I was so, I just played it, I just played it last night and I was like, oh my god, come okay, on. Okay, so you got your two Don't sticks. Don't play right? like normal Tetris. So your left stick controls if you want to target someone specifically, but your right stick controls going after attackers, going for KOs, going for badges, or just letting it randomly do it for you. But if you go to attackers, every time you clear a Tetris, it'll start knocking out those those incoming lines. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you for breaking that down. Yes. Because I was sitting here like, hmm, I'm stuck. And honestly, I didn't I was the same way with you. I'd been playing it for a little while, didn't know of it. And I was listening to the kind of funny podcast, and they were talking about that. Greg Miller and and those guys were bringing it up, and that was one of the things they brought up. Was like, hey, did you know you could do this? 
I was like, huh. Ever since I started doing that, I can I can get top twenty easily okay. on that game now. Um, but to to Jay's point though, I mean the game feels like the original Tetris, where you just start off slowly, slowly, slowly. It'll jump up a little bit in speed, and then once you hit like that top ten, top five, all of a sudden it starts slamming you down with speed, and it's like. At that point, you just don't worry about going for Tetris. You just go for clearing lines because it's going that fast. It's it's really going that fast. Like it's crazy. It is. And then for me too, like I can't. The problem is the switch is kind of big. So when you land, I had to actually sit up. Usually I can lay down, play my my V and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I had to sit up because it was like, yeah. oh my god, it's heavy. It's that I wanted intense. to hit me in the face. <laughs> I was just about to ask how many times you hit yourself in the face. Yep. <laughs> it's been about. It's been twice. It's been twice it slapped me in the face. Yep. But I don't get me wrong, though. I love it. Took me a, I'm not an a early adopter of the Switch. I'm not. And the only reason why I really got the Switch, because like, I like collectible consoles and stuff like that. And I love fighting games. So when it's, uh, um, dang it, Smash Brothers came out, I liked the console and everything. I was torn between Smash Brothers and getting a game or. The Let's Go Eevee, Let's Go Pikachu bundle, and that switch really looks it, it really look good. Like, which oh, yeah. is crazy. It looks it looks fantastic. So for me, it was more like, you know what? Already, I'm gonna just get the Pokeball and this, and then just get my switch because it's coming with the game and everything like that. So, and I love like I hope that you know I know we still talking about the switch. Uh, I'm not trying to jump forward, but I hope that when these new waves of consoles come out, that Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo learn that hey, from the beginning, let's give them collector consoles from the beginning, something that's so that way it could give me more like colors or variety. So I don't just have to feel like mm-hmm. I'm buying the same PlayStation 4 that everybody else buying. Like, oh, they got a blue, green, and red. Well, I'm gonna get the green one because like you know I want that color. You know? Yep. Right. And yeah. I think we can. I think. I think between. Jerry, JT, and myself, I think we all like having our special edition PS4s. Yep. I you have know? two. Oh, I have yeah. Five and the Star Wars Dark Vader one. Because, I mean, me personally, you I don't got know. Got OG. God of War, baby. Well, I yeah, you're first edition. Yeah, you're OG <laughs> over there. Um, <laughs> so, you know, speaking of PlayStation, so uh, it was announced over the last week, and, you know, Paul Rachinsky is taking the news well, actually. Same with the devs. Um, but Drive Club is being delisted from the PlayStation Store on August 31st. And the servers are being turned off on March 31st of 2020. So Drive Club is no more. Well, Drive Club, I remember they announced Drive Club E3. I think it was like 2015, 2016. I don't know. Like, 2014. Ah, 2014. The only reason I, I can hold it. The only reason I can remember that is because that's when Jerry and I met. That was the E3 we went to with um, my buddy Mike, uh, aka Mister Clean. <laughs> um, and we all, I'm, I went and played Drive Club, and then came back and told uh, Theo <laughs> and Mike they had to go play Drive Club with me. Um, so yeah, 2014. Mainly because you wanted the pins. Yes, I did. You wanted the yes, opportunity to I still all have the kids. my Drive Club pin. <laughs> okay, hold on. I've got the red and the white one. I got I the get, red one. I, I thought I there was. I thought there was four. There was There's red, three. white, yellow, there and was only green. Three. There was no. There was red, white, and yellow. Yellow was the team one. So if we won as a team, we would have gotten the yellow one. <laughs> we didn't have enough people for the team. No, I got the white one because it crashed on me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I got the red one because. Uh, 
again, at that time, the tester was airing and stuff like that. So it was just yeah. like, oh, here you go. Here go a bag full of stuff. Oh, I, I remember that year. That's the first year that we went to E3. Mm-hmm. Brent Goki came down. He was upstairs. He had came down because we had met him and stuff like that. And he had a bag full of swag. And he was like, it is literally, he said, Diddy, it's literally 14 years of PlayStation Plus in here. Dude, there was, what? The oh, swag there was a lot of swag. There the, was a lot of swag at that E3, too. I mean, you 14, had Little Big Planet, 15, you had Drive 16, Club. Yeah. Swag years. Yeah. 17? Oh, no. It, was, it wasn't that much swag. It, yeah. And then last year's E3, there wasn't that much swag anywhere, really. Um, so now, speaking of kind of new games and stuff coming out. So, all right. So, we know you guys have pre ordered it. Um, Jerry, I know you've been watching tons of the videos and everything about it. JTA, you've actually you got to actually play it at the uh, Long Beach event that <laughs> Jerry was not invited to. Jerry's along with backyard. You. Um, <laughs> um, how was it? I was like, what was your? How are your? How was your takeaway? From how was well, your takeaway? Well, I got to from? play at E3 as well too, and um. It was really nice. It's, the gameplay is good. It's definitely different. It's, it make you feel like you're watching The Walking Dead and you have to survive like that because it's things that you do that can change the outcome of the game, which is crazy. So like if you go in, and it's just like a real zombie game. Like you go in there with a knife, you're silent. You go in there with a gun, you're making all the noise, stuff like that. And not only do you got to watch out for the zombies, you got to watch out for the people setting up traps and everything like that. And the way how you can set up a trap to trap the zombies and to trap the people, it's like, it's so realistic to the T where it, it reminds me of not what is that? What is that zombie game that just it came out? Oh, what is it? And when it got oh, I, I forgot the name of the game, but I know when it got nighttime, oh, uh dying light. It reminds me of that so oh. much. Like it's okay. It's it reminds me of oh, that, okay. but it doesn't because it's like open world and it's like you're in the forest and everything. It's like it's crazy. Um, I loved it. I love the event that they did. It was very, it was definitely what I loved about the event is that it's letting people know that, hey, look, even though we're not going to be at E3 this year, even though we're not doing PlayStation, mm-hmm. PSX, and, and everything like that, guess what? Here's a little something that we ain't forgot about you guys and everything like that. Like, here's this. Come right. out. Have a good time. For me, it was really going to be like a reunion to see a lot of the people that I see at E3 and a lot of the people that I see at the uh, PlayStation Experience and at WonderCon and stuff like that and to meet the developers again. And it, it was just it was just a really good experience. See, we walked away with posters backpack collectible cups and it's a beer that's only in the game that they made special for that event i don't drink beer but i tried it and it was disgusting like all beer but (laughs) (laughs) so you're a good company j ted i don't like beer either you're good i'm not a fan either so we're good (laughs) it was just i actually i really i actually really love that ballast point (laughs) right it's <laughs> it's crazy how good it is. It's it's like it was just really good because a lot of people was coming like it's crazy how long ago this show aired and I and I know I say this a lot, but people still come to me in Skyline be like, oh my god, Jay Tice, Sky Diddy, we see you guys see all the time on YouTube and this and this and this and this. And can we get pictures and stuff like that? And me and Diddy, we nerds and stuff like that. And then you know some of our friends that have been rocking with us since before we was famous and everything like that and they just like you guys they always tell us you guys ain't shit i was like what are you talking about it's not our fault we make this. Like, 
Like, <laughs> but it was just a really good event. It took me back mm-hmm. to like appreciating the things that Sony do for you when they do a free event like that, and a lot of people come out and everything like that, and they supply yeah. the food and play the games and stuff like that. And like right then and there, you could actually purchase the game right there and everything like that. You could. Um, I had so at E at E three uh, last year, they had the um, Days Gone T shirts and stuff like that, and. I was wearing that. It was like, are you a developer? Da, da, da. Nah, I was. Because <laughs> the shirts were so cold. People was like, oh, where'd you get it from? And everything like that. And it was just like, it was just really good. And I think that's why I'm going to go to E3 this year. Because I know PlayStation is not going to be there. But my money and my heart is banking on that. The PlayStation Gear Store is there. Because I want to get- <laughs> Okay. I think I mean, it's yeah. a secret wish of a, all of us. Um, I mean, that's our, probably going to be an outside chance. But, uh, so my cousin went to PAX East. Um, up in Boston over the weekend, and the PlayStation Store is paltry that they had up there. It was a couple of things for Days Gone, um, and they had a PlayStation shirt and a PlayStation sweatshirt. But that was about it. They didn't have a ton of stuff there. Um, and here's, and it makes me kind of concerned about the state of of PlayStation memorabilia stateside because. They shut down the U.S. gear store online months ago, well before Christmas. And if you go to the site, it's like, hey, something great is coming soon. Let us know. But you look at Europe. They have an amazing gear store over there. Oh, my God. And, you know, and because I really wanted the statue, I imported the Uncharted statue from Europe, the PlayStation Store exclusive one from over there. Um you know, now if Sony had it on their store over here, I would have ordered it over here and not paid forty dollars for shipping. Um, right. But you know, so you know, we'll see what happens. I hope to that we see the gear store come back because um, they had a lot of really cool stuff in there. Given Sony a lot of money every single year we've gone to E3 yeah. <laughs> at the store. Like, it's crazy mm-hmm. because like you go know, to the me and Diddy and stuff like that, the whole little spot, but they know me and Diddy. it was like Jay. Do you know how much money you've spent here? Yes. <laughs> they had the Gran Turismo Beta Nape jackets. I bought me one, Diddy one. I bought Diddy a t-shirt. That was already like almost $1,000 just for that. Not only did, that's not including the other stuff we bought, the Christmas sweaters, the statues. Like, that was the first year they had statues where like, hey, look, it's a statue where you want to buy it. Wait a minute, is that Sly Cooper? I can buy that right now for 200 <laughs> It was just yeah. like, it was just crazy, like, I love the PlayStation nostalgia. Like, it's just, I, I, what it is for me is that, and the reason why I'm a diehard PlayStation fan is because it's something I grew up with as a child. It wasn't forced on me. It was something that I picked up that I like. Of course, I play Nintendo. Of course, I play Sega and everything like that. But it seemed at the time when PlayStation came out, it was doing, for me, it was doing stuff that nobody ever did. Like, I love playing Earthworm Jim. Like, that game was awesome on a PlayStation. Like, <laughs> Earthward and Jim. <laughs> I remember when that, that was on Genesis. I mean, yeah. that massive body and the tiny worm head is just amazing. So, <laughs> well, so let's, let's move on to something we know is a for sure thing. Endgame. Two weeks. Yes. Three weeks. Three weeks. Ooh, I'm, still, I'm still annoyed at the fiasco that was AMC's ticket sales on the day of in the morning. I was in hey, line for five hey, hours hey, trying Theo, to get tickets. Mm, 
It took me two minutes. Yes, through the but after the fact, to after buy the my fact, tickets. you waited until I said that I already had tickets, and you waited, and all this stuff was already resolved, and you didn't even book AMC tickets. I bet you didn't even book no, AMC so because we don't, don't know what any. I went through. So AMC, the closest one out here is like an hour away. Oh, hour and a half away. That's what you get so for we have, living in BFE. <laughs> we have Regal. Um, <laughs> But here's the thing is, though, I instead of going to the one right by the house, which is right across the street, you know, and having to fight for seats, I went to the one that's about 15 minutes away and I picked my seats. And for the 720 show, there were still plenty of seats available. So, yeah, two minutes. Check out. We're good. I don't care. At least I'm still getting the fan night event and I'm getting the exclusive coin and you're not. I would right. honestly. Diddy was telling me. Diddy was like, "I and about the coin and stuff like that." And I got the one from Black Panther. I'm gonna just be honest. Yeah. I don't even want the coin. I'm just. I'm just gonna be honest. Like, I can see if it's like a collectible cup and everything like that, but it don't. And I'm not gonna pay all that money to get a coin. That's that's just me. Now I feel like I told Diddy. I I feel like if they had something yeah. else that was better than a coin or something like that, like here's a collectible cup and it was like the glove or Hulk hand. That'd be some like, oh my god, I need, I missed that. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god, I missed it. But for a coin, ah, uh, to me, it's not all that. So, uh, but I did get my tickets. Thanks to but my I mean, it's a memory stuff. keepsake. It's a memory keepsake. Right. You know this that you were the first one to get it. Like, Prophet did really good, but this movie about to do even better. Like, it's about to be, it's yeah. about to be crazy. Yeah. Okay, absolutely. We, I care about the, the new movie. trailer. I want to see the movie. The trailer was uh it was a little sad, it was a little boring, a little bit, I'm not gonna lie. It was good, but it was a little boring. And I know people, it's like reunions, everybody come back together because a lot of people died. We got to see Tony Stark and everything and Pepper Hug. And it was cool, but it wasn't action-packed like I was expecting to see. Like it wasn't action-packed like uh, I thought it was. And I get applaud, I get applaud them for I'm not happy putting all that stuff in. I'm happy I did because, right. because I think we're gonna get that end-all, be-all fight that it's going to leave some bodies. And That's what I felt like it was. It was just one giant, like, it just made you anticipate, like, um, yeah, we, you know, the yeah, like, we, we have to do this. We're going in half-cocked and we're going in, like, without our full force. What hope do we really have? Like, it doesn't matter. We have to try. And then right. it shows them they're obviously off world, and then it shows Thanos. Like it, it was for me, it was just a really good anticipation trailer. Um, I think I still think it gave us a little bit too much, you know, showing like, yeah, showing Tony Stark that he, uh, you know, him and Pepper reunite. Like I think that would be that would have been like a nice thing to just see in the movie. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, they have to they have to keep shelling out more and more teasers. But uh, I think, I think that this was one too many. They should have just left it at like that last trailer, and then that was it. Because the last trailer, it didn't show a lot, but it was cool seeing Thor meet Captain Marvel. It was cool seeing that, and they could have left it right there. They didn't have to show no other stuff, make it sad. We know people are gonna come back together. We know we are. Everybody know this is Chris Evans' last movie as Captain America. We know that. Now, if we know if he's gonna die or not, no. But we Off do know his contract is up. The contract is up, but but him and the Russo brothers have tweeted that uh, he is up for more movies. Right. And it's Captain America. I could see... Well, he's always been up for that. 
Yeah, yeah, I could see He's them the giving. Contract. Just nobody's reached out to him to sign another one. Well, I can see the mantle going to yeah. Falcon, like it is in the comics. I hope not. I hope I not. So. I love Falcon. So. Love his love. I love Falcon. He's a really good character. I just don't see him being Captain America. He, he and it's not because he's black. So for the it's not and it's not because he's black. It's just because like he doesn't have that. He when I see him, he doesn't have that. He is made for a sidekick. Like his acting skills are sidekick Ouch. skills. Ouch! Hold on, made for a sidekick. Hold on, I'm gonna agree with that because in the movies, the one the actor that they played for or that they picked for Falcon, he's really good and he looks he has that look of Falcon from the comics. But the way they've written him is a sidekick. Okay. However, in the I mean, but like, isn't like Black Widow essentially written as a sidekick? But she's a main huge thing in Avengers. Black Widow getting her own standalone movie. She's already getting her own movie. She is an original Avenger. You can say that about Hawkeye, but Hawkeye is an original Avenger. That's why they. That's why they originally survived the snap. And two. Hawkeye and and uh, Black Widow bring their own skill set to to the table. They don't need f- fancy gadgets; like they need their equipment, and that's it. They have a skill set that can, yeah. at at one point, take out maybe even Captain America or even Iron Man due to their strategy. Like that's right. why they still survive. Yeah. Now. Uh, well, they're the primary ones that have been trained to fight, opposed to exactly. most of the others. The only other one that's really been trained to fight is Thor. True. Yes. But now, going back to the whole Falcon thing, uh, I think he has been written in the way of being a completely loyal uh, soldier for Captain America. No matter what. Like whatever Captain America does, Falcon's gonna be right beside him. If they're like best friends, Chris Evans, yeah, they're like best friends. Now, <laughs> if, uh, alongside with Bucky, but here's where Bucky is different. Bucky has had the same training as Captain America. He essentially is almost as strong as him, and had and went through a similar background as Captain America. Now he has more of a sketchy past, but he has. redeemed himself working with uh, Wakanda, working with Black Panther, and working for the Avengers. I can see him taking the mantle more than Falcon, but I still feel I still feel that like that, that is the more, the the better choice way that I think the MCU is going to go if we don't get Chris Evans back. But on the the point the point Go ahead. Oh, no, no, I was just saying, and I understand why people would say, like, the reason why Winter Soldier, Bucky Barnes is a better Captain America is just what you said, because how the MCU, how the Russo brothers wrote the Falcon. The Falcon, I'm sorry when I see him acting and stuff like that, he is not a badass to me. He is not worthy of Captain America's shield. And it's not because he's black or anything like that. No, it's just I don't see him. And he was way colder in the comics, which is and in the Which comics, crazy. like in the comics, yeah. Falcon was way colder. And he could step. I mean, when Falcon stepped up, people listened. In the comics, you know, especially when Civil War was actually happening, and then when Steve Rogers was killed, you know. Well, well, the he, other problem with the comics was that Falcon was like maybe a few brain cells lower than uh, Tony Stark. 
Yeah. He was known as like he was known as like a, a well-read engineer, and he you know he was able to make his own gadgets, which he was able to make his own suit, mm-hmm. right? You know, in in the earlier comics, which they didn't go that route, which like I think would also kind of didn't help him in the MCU. I think that's why they made him that more loyal kind of sidekick, which which does kind of suck for the character because I like Falcon. And I, I would have rather I would have liked to see him and that actor kind of play more of like a the brainier side, uh, yeah. and have a little bit more banter with the Tony Stark and like in Banner, you know. So we know we know for a fact that they're going to restore everything back to pre-snap, right? Because we know that. Spider-Man takes place after Endgame. They've kind of already let that slip. So we know he's coming back. We know they're not going to let Black Panther die because he's got, you know, they've already got another movie lined up for him. So as we look to kind of close things out, who do you think doesn't survive the final fight? Well, I mean, either way, like we're based on, like we were talking about contracts, like we're most likely going to see most of the originals retire. I don't think they're going to lose the big fight. I don't think they're going to be gone. I think the movie will end on a happy point. And not necessarily anybody going gone. But I would... I don't know who I would see being gone. Like losing out of the big fight. JT, who do you think doesn't survive the, the whole endgame? Okay, so I think that, of course, uh, I really want to say Iron Man Captain America is definitely going. Captain America probably dying in battle. I feel like Iron Man is going to get sent off to live with Pepper Potts. And I feel like um, Bruce Banner, I don't think he's going to die. But because of the stuff that he's the actor himself is inside on the the thing. The stuff that he's done might lead to somebody else playing the Hulk. Um... What else? What else? I don't see Hawkeye dying because he just came back as as uh I don't see I don't see Hawk die. I don't see uh Black Widow. I don't see Ant Man. I mean like really all I see only people dying is Captain America and Iron Man to be honest. Like But you think they're gonna die or just retire though? Well, I think Captain America is going to die. I, that's just, I think he's going to die. Really? I think Iron Man will be the one to, you know, get married. And, and I just, it's, I really feel like I know it's, it's going to be opposite when I see the movie. I know Iron Man is probably going to die and Captain America is going to be the one to live, but retire and stuff like that. So that way he can train everybody because you already got somebody who's already as smart as Iron Man, which is Spider-Man a little bit. And Falcon, just a little, not really, but I really see that, you know, Iron Man will be the one, you know, with the happy home and everything that making a family with Pepper Potts and Captain America. Like, let's be honest, who does he have? I mean, yeah, he, I know he has a relationship I, with Black Widow and stuff like that, but that but relationship is exactly why he's going to survive. I mean, he had, that's he has exactly Agent why 13. He's survive. I mean, he has that's, Agent 13. No, but, uh, but I mean that you makes know, a good you know point. He has, with you, you know Captain what? America surviving. What does yeah. he have? Captain America has the Avengers, and his whole world. This is this has always been since since Winter Soldier and Civil War. 
he stopped believing in America. Okay, he stopped believing in the the big fight. He believe he essentially started believe believing in the Avengers. That's a, that's the whole reason why he broke his ties with them, uh, going with the government with Civil War and him coming back in Infinity War because he sees the Avengers as something bigger. That gives him the motivation to grow and grow the Avengers to just to, to uh, take the helm to where Tony to what Tony Stark has started. I think Tony Stark and Robert Downey Jr. are going to die in the film purely because he's the one that was one fighting for, for the Avengers to eventually get where they're at. Uh, and eventually, um, I, I, I think it's, it's been showing since Iron Man two that he's been mirroring Thanos's, uh, injury. If you see throughout the movies, he's continually, continuously been hurting his uh, left arm throughout the movie. And uh, if you see it in Infinity War, when, when you see the snap, Thanos' left arm is is uh, is screwed up. So I think I think it's been I think those have been little Easter eggs throughout the entire the entire uh, phases. That uh, I like Iron Man is the one that's gonna gonna take it for the team, and Cap has always been that one to persevere and to continue on. So I really, I, I really think the Roosters want to continue with with uh, Chris Evans, and I think Chris Evans does not want to stop, even though his contract is up. But uh, Robert Downey Jr. has already taken a, a step back by just being a mentor type of character. To to Spider Man, so and you I, don't see him in the second film. No, I think you that see Nick Fury take over. You see Nick Fury take over that that spot, which is kind of what the comics are now. When he when Spider Man works for Shield, I think I that think, I think didn't see Iron Man in any of those trailers. So you're telling me maybe Iron Man died, and that's probably why. Well, I think personally, yeah, because, I, mean, really, I don't think he dies. Really look at look at all. I, I either he dies, which I don't oh. hope for, or he steps down, He's which going I to, do hope for, and he gets tapped. But here's what I think: I think he basically because of they want to be able to keep Robert Downey Jr. kind of on point if they want to make a cameo or whatever. I think Tony Stark gets beaten within an inch of his life, and he finally realizes I have to give this up for Pepper. And I think this is where we see the suit go to Harley. Because Harley. It, so the kid in Iron Man 3. Yep. That took care oh, of the suit. Oh, okay. Because it right. in the comics, I'll, I'll granted, you know, it's in the movies it was a it was a, a boy, but in the comics it's a girl. And she's got the intellect of Tony Stark, and he hands down the suit to her essentially oh, yeah, i mean true. he dies she, she and she takes over the suit she she essentially made her own mock armor before that yep. wasn't as powerful but she did make her own armor but correct yeah. so i think tony stark gets beaten within an inch of his life he realizes i have i have to do this for pepper and he leaves he just walks away from everything i do think i think i think captain america gets broken because 
in 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 the Infinity War, even all the way up through the end, back in even the comics. And I hate to say this because Diddy's been posting it all over Facebook and Instagram and everything. But one of the famous shots is Thanos just holding Captain America's skull completely separate from his body. So I think they they have to somebody has to be sacrificed and somebody is going to die. Plain and simple. They have to. Because I don't think any one of those the I don't think any one of them is fully capable of wielding the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh no! I ain't even a Hulk unless and, he become Banner Hulk, and then still that's that's still a lot. Mm-hmm. So I think we're I think we're in for a treat. Don't get me wrong. I think they're they're gonna end this phase the right way. It, are some fans gonna be disappointed? Yes, because some of their favorite characters are not going to survive. I think you'll probably see some yeah. of those secondary characters be killed off as well. You know, mm-hmm. but yeah, I I think I agree with all of you that like it's it's definitely going to end uh, the phase royally, and I I kind of think that I agree with some of the the theories out there that actually it's to set up uh, the young Avengers, like like mm-hmm. like you said, with passing it down to Harley and and having the different set of young Avengers being trained maybe by a surviving well, Captain America they, or an inch of his life, Tony Stark or whatever, and be able to set up a new phase with a whole new lineup. They've already said phase two Avengers is going to be led by Captain America or not Captain America, Captain Marvel. So that's oh, already yeah, in their yeah. plans that she's going to lead it with like kind of like she signed a contract for seven movies yeah those include the new avenger movies so they're Mm -hmm. gonna keep it going that's just two um but at some point though i think i know who's not gonna die (laughs) (laughs) well if he doesn't get his powers back i don't know he may be the first to go um yeah he was kind of booboo in that movie like yeah yeah matt so we'll we'll definitely see how it is in a couple of weeks. Um, oh, uh, you know, last thing, yeah. I don't know if we're in the end or not, but all I want to say is I am so mad how the Avengers trailer came out and it just like put a put a force shot like a shutter cast over Shazam, like that movie getting ready to drop in like two yeah. days. Yeah, I want to go see that. I'll agree with you that it was kind of right. the way they dropped the trailer right then and there. Shazam's ready to open was kind of, I mean. I think it was smart for Marvel and Disney to try and take away from Shazam. Um, but I think Shazam's going to be great. Um, Jerry and Theo, I know you guys are going to see it tomorrow. I'm going to try and see it as soon as possible. Um, maybe next weekend when you guys are here, we might just have to go take a trip to the theater and go see it. Yep. Depending on what's going on during the day. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be... That's going to be a good weekend. One more week. Oh, yeah. It's going to be interesting having the the group oh. together in one place. This is going to be an awesome weekend because we got Avengers <laughs> dropping. We got Mortal Kombat 11 dropping. We got Days Gone dropping. It's just like, oh, oh wow, that weekend of that. Yeah, that weekend of Avengers. That's a huge week yep. for a lot of stuff. So, oh, yeah. It's a lot of money when you made that week. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> You know what? With that being said, um, with our predictions and whatnot, um, dude, J-Tite, as always, thanks for coming on, crashing with us. Yes, sir. Uh, you're always welcome along with Diddy if we can just get Diddy to get his headphones to work. Um, <laughs> you know, for all of our listeners, 
you know, I want to definitely thank you all for crashing game night with us. If you like what you heard, as always, guys, please let us know. Don't forget to uh, follow and hit that subscribe button on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, um, Stitcher. Um, you know, and definitely leave comments on there, guys, because that is a podcaster's lifeblood. You know, with any of their podcasts, so they can get noticed and everything is those comments, is those subscriptions. So if you like us, definitely follow us, and also don't forget to follow us on our. Apple News Channel, Crashing Game Night uh, there, and I want to say everyone be excellent to each other and stay frosty. Yes! Frosty, frosty. Thank you, nerds. <laughs> I'm going to pull a Hawkeye, play a round of golf and shoot 18. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, um, I love it. Do you, hey, do, you, do, you, do you have a whole week to do that? Because we know you're going to be sitting there trying to pull a Happy Gilmore. Well, you print. Hell yeah! <laughs> How do you think I'm gonna make that distance? <laughs> yeah, you ain't good. For, you you are too good for your home. <laughs> Night, guys. Gonna out golf ball the golf ball a whacker guy. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, Good night, fellas.